1: Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
0: The focus staying right in NY23, but this segment, the focus will be in the current NY23. And that special election coming up on August 23rd, we go to Canistillo, New York, right down the street from a place I spent 10 years, Hornell, New York. Joe Simpolinski is joining us. He is the regional vice chair for the New York GOP, also the chairman of the Steuben County Republican uh, Committee, and he is running for Congress in the current NY23 to uh, serve the rest of the term in that, uh, that seat in Congress. Joe, welcome to Hardline.
1: Thanks for having me. That was a great explanation of a very complicated situation. Good job.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Joe. And as you said, it is a complicated situation. About four months uh, of term left once this election happens. What made you want to jump in and uh, serve out uh, Congressman Reed's term here in NY23? Well,
1: this is a district uh, that I know as well as anyone. I spent many years as the lead a staffer in that congressional office based in the district. I was the district director. I ran the staff. that's based in New York, which is the staff that actually interacts with the people as opposed to dealing with the Washington, D.C. crowd. Um, I know this district from the shore of Lake Erie to the suburbs of Binghamton up through the Finger Lakes. There's not a corner of it uh, I haven't been in. And this is the district I was born in, the district I was raised in. It's where I'm raising my kids, as you mentioned, in Canasio, New York, uh, which is where I'm at right now, actually. And it would be an honor to serve those people that I have spent my entire life with for four minutes, let alone four months. And four months is enough time where there's going to be a lot of votes happening. I fully anticipate the Republican Party will take the House of Representatives back in November. But those new members won't take office until January. So there's going to be about two months there where the last gasp of the Pelosi majority is going to try and ram through
0: their vision.
1: And we need somebody standing up for the Southerners here in Finger Lakes saying, no, we, we're not going to accept that. We're not going to go down that path of big government socialism. We're going to, we're going to put the government within its constitutional uh, limits. And so I'm aligned with the values of that district. I have the uh, professional experience to actually do the job. And uh, it's it's my home. It's where I where I'm from and where I'll always be. You
0: know, I I think a lot of people look at Congress uh, and and what they're talking about on a daily basis. And then they go to the reality of what's bothering them. You know, I look on your Twitter and you're 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 going through a lot of things that people listening to this show right now are probably doing in their car. High gas prices, not being able to, to find baby formula. Yet you hear very little of that when you turn on C-SPAN and watch what's going on in Congress. Uh, so August 23rd, let's say things go your way, you get elected. What's the what's the one thing you want to bring to Congress? To I mean, the number one thing has got to be economy. How are you going to bring that up in Congress for your district?
1: Well, you make a good point. And, and what he's referring to for the listeners is some posts I made just this morning. And I was doing errands, uh, getting ready for the day. I've got some, uh, you know, going about a regular Sunday and, and have some events this afternoon. And I needed to, to go to my store, and I needed to put gas in my car uh, early this morning. And that's the reality for people, not what gets focused on in Washington, D.C. People are very concerned about, hey, when we got $5 gasoline, it was four ninety nine, And I, I did gas up in Hornell. You name-checked Hornell earlier, so we'll give a shout-out to Hornell. That's the actual gas station I went to. Uh, was 4 99 and, and immediately I had a supporter of mine comment on that, say it was 5.10 where I'm at. And when those are what people are talking about, they're trying to get to work to feed their kids. That's what the focus has to be on. And the prescription from the Biden administration, when we've had these high prices uh, across the board, it's not just gas, it's also other basic essentials, has been to spend more. Imagine how much worse it would be if Biden had got his build back better, quote-unquote, bill through. Um, I called it build back broke, and thank goodness it didn't pass. Uh, But when their prescription is to spend more and inject more and more loose cash into the economy and increase more and more debt, that is only going to lead to more and more inflation. And it is killing your average person. And the person it hurts is the person that does everything right. It's your working class, middle class person who just wants to do their job, feed their kids, make sure they get to work, and this is destroying their savings if they have savings. And now they're, they're having to make tough decisions. You know, I, I talked to a retiree who lives in Canastillo in my, the village where I live. I was out doing some petitioning in my role as a party leader. And this is a guy that lives on less than $30,000 a year, had to go on food stamps because he couldn't afford gasoline to get about. That's unacceptable in the United States of America to be putting people in that position.
0: You know, Joe, as you said, you know that district very well. The new NY-23 will be very much of that district. What do people in the Southern Tier how, – how do people in the Southern Tier feel about the Republican primary being two people from Buffalo again fighting to, to represent NY-23? And why didn't you throw your hat in for the November election?
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's about a 60% overlap between the new 23 and the old 23. It's in six uh, southern tier counties. Uh, the old district doesn't go into Erie, and the new district doesn't go into some areas of the Finger Lakes that are in the current district. And it, the, the one thing that is kind of positive is both of the gentlemen running, Mr. Langworthy and Mr. Paladino, are better known in the southern tier than some other Erie County political figures. Um, Nick is the state Republican chairman, so he knows the the – party apparatus throughout the entire state. And Mr. Palladino is a former gubernatorial nominee, and he's obviously very well known throughout the entire state as well. So that's a little bit better than if it was just uh, somebody that nobody was familiar with coming out of a different portion of the district. Uh, I did think long and hard about getting in that race, um, but I came to the conclusion that the old district was going to have somebody represent them. Somebody's going to win that election. And if it was me, I would be able to be 100% focused on using that four-plus months to actually serve the people, as opposed to running for something else. You know, that's a very precious uh, time. It's going to be a very limited amount of time. I can step in as somebody that has been a senior official already in that office, get things up and running faster, and make better use of those precious days than anybody else, Republican or Democrat, in my opinion, would have been able to. So I felt those People in that old district deserve to have somebody that was 100% focused on them, and that's why I made the decision I made. Also, of uh, my nomination uh, was unanimous. Uh, everybody that had a vote, which was the party chairman, uh, when they were in that room, they all voted for me. It was, it was unanimous. Uh, Mr. Langworthy is positive on me running in the special. Mr. Palladino is positive on me running in the special. It's a unifying thing for uh the region when we're about to have a little bit of disunity because of a, a very high profile primary so that it was it was the right thing for the people and it was the right thing uh for the party as well so
0: you know uh congress as you said it's going to be four months and then in january then the new class will uh will come in what will joe simbolinski be doing in january of 2023
1: yeah so what i had been doing it's been a weird year for everybody it's been a roller coaster. Um, and I had been running for the district. I announced July 1st of last year that I was going to run. And then we had our fiasco with multiple maps coming out. And for a while, it looked like it was going to be Congresswoman Tenney running. And then for a while, it looked like it was going to be Congressman Jacobs running. Obviously, was of them are running in this area now. So it's been uh, very confusing for everybody. But in the midst of that, when it looked like I was not going to be running for a couple of months, I took a job as uh, the, the chief of staff for one of the assemblymen in the southern tier. And I think I'm going to be the first ever assembly staffer to go be a congressman if everything works out, God willing, on August 23rd. But uh, I plan on going back uh, to that job at this point and and, uh, go back to serving the people. And I'll, I'll do it as a staffer. I'll do it as a congressman. I'll do it at the state level. I'll do it at the federal level. What's important to me is serving my neighbors and friends. That's what this has to be all about, not about egos and politics and, and all these other things. It's, it's simply the purpose of all these physicians is to try and make everyone's life a little bit better and to speak out representing those people and their values. And, and I'll, I'm happy to do that as an elected official. I'm just as equally happy to do it as a staff member.
0: And what is this? uh, This is the question I asked uh, Nick Laneworthy last uh, last segment. What is this campaign going to look like? Again, very short time, August twenty third. Is there going to be any debates uh, with your opponent? What 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 should we be seeing from the NY twenty three special election these next few weeks?
1: Yeah, that hasn't been negotiated yet. I'm certainly open to it. I try to be an open person with my uh, positions on issues. Uh, I think a lot of it, to be perfectly honest with you, and this applies to Mr. Palladino, Mr. Langworthy, just as much as it does to myself, is explaining exactly what's going on to people. And the voters are not used to voting August 23rd. I think over the last several days since i got the nomination i've said the words august 23rd more than anything else that i've said august 23rd august 23rd august 23rd because we need people to uh to go out and vote um and if, if they don't if our folks don't get out to vote we could have somebody that's in there voting with pelosi for that lame duck session that's the last thing we need is another vote uh for her as she tries to get through her her radical agenda in the last gasps of her power so I think a lot of the campaign is going to be focused, from what I'm going to be putting out, is introducing myself to folks that don't know me, uh, explaining that I am in alignment with the values of this particular district, but then also very earnestly asking them to take some time to go vote on August 23rd. Uh, that's that's going to be a little bit unusual. That, and it always happens in any sort of special election when you get off on a weird calendar uh, that you have to do a little bit of uh, – of education and, and thankfully, um, I, I, do have to say something positive about the local media. The, so far, the local newspapers, the local radio hosts, uh, the local TV stations, uh, have really been interested in making sure people knew exactly what was going on through this process. Uh, so obviously they play a role, including yourself as well, to let people know. Uh, if you're in the 11 counties of the old 23rd district, the Southern Tier and Finger Lakes, we really need you to get out the vote. Uh, August 23rd. And in most of those places, you're going to have to vote twice. You're going to have to go through two different elections uh, if you're a Republican. So uh, that is an education problem. But we're, we're going to have the resources, I think, to, to uh, get that news out to the people.
0: You're right. It is a confusing primary and election season, Joe. But, you know, as the host of Hardline, selfishly, I love it because it gives me something to talk about every week.
1: Right. It's going to be a fun summer. No doubt about
0: that. Yeah, it's going to be one of those summers where, it, as a host of a show like this, you can't take a week off, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with.
1: Uh, no, no, this is this is, We start, we don't stop in politics in New York. right?
0: <laughs> That's right, Joe. I'm having your uh, your opponent on at 11:30. I'm going to give him the same uh, the same chance to do what I'm going to t- ask you to do now, and that is make you know summarize, make your pitch for NY23. Um, you're running against Max Della Pia. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He's our 1130 guest. He'll give us his pitch. Give us now your pitch.
1: As I said, I'm from this district. I've spent my entire life in this district. There's no one who knows this district better than I do. There's no one who's better prepared to serve in a short-term capacity and make sure that that time is used productively for the people uh, that I am. And when it comes to how I'll vote... The Democratic Party currently controls the presidency, the House, the Senate, the state assembly, the state Senate, the governor's mansion, and it has been an unmitigated disaster, incompetence on a historical level. If I'm elected, I'll vote against that incompetent disaster. My opponent will vote to continue it. Simple as that.
0: All right, Joe Simbolinski. And Joe, if you're looking for a moderator of a potential debate, you have my phone number.
1: I appreciate it. All right, that's good. That's good. You got to need somebody good always. You can't have a good debate without a good moderator.
0: That's hey. Believe me, I've uh, I know that. Joe, thank you so much for joining uh, joining me, and we look forward to talking to you again.
1: It's a real pleasure. Thank you.
0: TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Clock at four. Doncic.